We're joined on Sports Talk now by New Zealand Herald rugby writer Liam Napier as we look at the odd statement overnight from World Rugby around the possibility of a Rugby World Cup occurring every two years as opposed to the customary four. I immediately slapped my head and went, you are kidding me, right? This is the last thing the sport needs, but I suppose things have to be discussed. Liam, what was your initial reaction when that news came through, being the, the rugby head that you are? Welcome. Evening, Darcy. Yeah, I think uh, first reaction was, well, this is just the pure money play, you know, to double your pinnacle event and try and bring more cash into the pot and, and distribute that around the game. You know, every professional sport could do with more money in the pot, couldn't they? So that was my first reaction. And I guess, it, you know, reading the comments, it comes off the back of uh, FIFA looking into it. So anytime another global sport's going down one route, inevitably another sport jumps in and, and tries to follow suit. So yeah, it was certainly Certainly comments that were picked up uh, right around the the traps and it would certainly change the landscape in a big way. It's it's something, though, that will require so much work and so much engagement and so much consideration globally. And they can't even organise a global season, let alone trying something as crazy as this. It's just pie-in-the-sky stuff, isn't it, Liam? Yeah, I think behind the scenes, uh, it seems like Alan... Glibbon has actually sort of spoken out of turn to a certain degree. I think my understanding is World Rugby is in a bit of damage control and, and trying to tone it down as much as possible and clarify, put out clarifications that this is actually not necessarily on the cards. But the fact he felt comfortable to speak about it publicly means it must be uh, being discussed behind closed doors and it, and it must be at least a possibility. Look, I don't think this is going to happen anytime soon, but I don't think you can rule it out either. And, and you're right that if they did try and go down the route that there's all sorts of consultation and hoops that they would have to jump through no doubt the the European leagues you talk about the strains and the total length of time they've been waiting for them to try and stitch together a global season and the, the headbutting that's involved with the French and the English clubs and what they want and what Japan wants and what you know the southern hemisphere wants which is a bit of an afterthought with world rugby being based in the north generally so there's all sorts of different agendas flying around and this would not be an easy easy thing to get over the line and i believe they were looking at also expanding the size of the world cup as opposed to how many teams are actually going to be competing so you double that and then you double the occurrences there's no room for any other rugby that surely they're going to worry about the size of their competition before they worry about the frequency of the competition yeah, that's right. And I think, like all these things in professional sport, it basically comes down to money. If you, if you increase the teams, you potentially increase the length of the tournament, and then you can potentially tap into different broadcast markets and potentially increase the broadcast monetary value because the tournament might go a bit longer. So, you know, I'm very cynical about all those different elements. And, and you know, when you're talking about adding teams and, and, and uh, increasing the frequency of your pinnacle event, uh, to my mind, it, it basically all comes back to money. <laughs> That's pretty simple. And I suppose they'd have to, um, I don't even talk about dates because there's not even point in throwing that up there at the moment. Uh, as far as the, the World Cup itself, we've got a couple of years to go before that gets underway. The, the, the time between World Cups, you're happy enough with that? that? This whole want to have it more frequent, we'll take the money to one side. Is there a... Is there a desire or a want from the rugby populace, to the best of your knowledge, Liam, from what you know after many years in the game, for it to have a pinnacle event with such frequency? We're, we're happy, aren't we? Aren't we? 
Yeah, personally, I, I would not like to see it any more frequently than four years. I think doing that, you know, increasing the fr- frequency of a pinnacle event devalues it. You know, it's put up on such a pedestal now. You know, if you look at it, the length of a player's career, they generally can play two, you know, at a pinch three World Cups. If you're an absolute elite player and you're, you've got that long longevity at that level, I don't feel like increasing the frequency of it is a positive for the sport because it really devalues it and you know you have more champions it comes around more often it just really strips back the prestige attached to it and and that was one of the arguments against you know when they were trying to pull together like a global tournament and create more meaning around the uh, established test windows in the north and south and have a global sort of club um, sorry, test championship, that that even establishing something like that is too similar to a World Cup and that would devalue the World Cup. So if you do look to get something like a World Cup off the ground every couple of years, I think it does really strip away the prestige attached to what's really, you know, one of the, the biggest sporting events in the world. Is there another route you think they might better go down? Because I immediately think club championships, alternate years outside of the World Cup, where the, the, the best club teams from the Northern Hemisphere and the Southern Hemisphere come together. Is that maybe possibly a, a better concept, something slightly more different? I'm just spitballing here, Liam. Yeah, I think that is something that's definitely on the cards, and I think that's something that private investment and equity firms are going to look to drive as they come into the game because it's something that's been talked about again for a, for a long time, but there hasn't been any agreement around that. And and my understanding is even you know Super Rugby Pacific next year with the the finals format that's been agreed there in terms of a top eight, a, you know, a quarter semi and a final that that window has been established in part so in time you can expand it and and have a three-week window for a potential world club competition and that you know that could involve teams from japan and the northern hemisphere and really bring that together and you know we've always talked about you know the best of the north be the best of the south and having a, a world club champion would be something that i think would would draw a lot of attention you could potentially take the games to you know some of these great stadiums around the world and really market it and I don't think that's something that rugby's really done well. It's very conservative. If you look to, you know, the likes of American sports and how they promote promote their product and their athletes and their access and all the rest of it. So I think a, a World Club Challenge is something that will definitely be explored in the coming years.